Listen to top real estate professionals suggest your questions as we cope with the new normal. In this episode of the Lamudi Broker Essential, you ask, experts answer. Good morning, my name is Eddie Santos, uh, region owner of Remax Philippines. And uh, uh, I've been a practicing broker for the last 20 years. And I own the master franchise for Remax Philippines. How can real estate businesses cope with the new rules and regulations that come with a GCQ? The real estate landscape has, will definitely change after the GCQ. We have to adapt to uh, the new normal by following social distancing, uh, proper hygiene, and being more health conscious. Once the GCQ starts, we at Remax have formulated uh, some guidelines which we disseminated to our agents and officers on how to do showings of houses and other properties. So this would be um, uh, bringing alcohol, wearing gloves, uh, maintaining social distancing, doing proper appointments, no uh, surprise appointments shall be made, everything will be uh, done. Uh, with proper notice, and we will also have um, rely heavily on uh, computer technology. There's a time where we adapt the use of uh, technology even more as we embrace it. Many of our listings will go online. We will do more electronic uh, online meetings such as WhatsApp, uh, Viber, um, Facebook uh, Live, and Zoom. Also, what would have been a three to four hour meeting um, will now be compressed to one hour. We've seen this with, uh, with our Zoom meetings. You know what? Um, uh, uh, the good thing about technology is actually uh, we learn to become more on time. I've had several Zoom meetings the past, uh, the past month, and we pretty much start within a five-minute window. Unlike before, we'll start uh, 20, 30 minutes later. Hopefully, the government can also assist us. One of the challenges of us brokers is getting uh, certified through copies of documents, it is my uh, sincere hope that the Register of Deeds would probably uh, follow the lead of the NSO where you just type in uh, a few data and then you pay online. And in three days' time, they send it to us either electronically or they send it to us um, by courier. So those are the things that would change after GCQ. What's your plan of action once GCQ starts? Well, we will maintain really the new, uh, the new norm, um, maintain social distancing, and we'll also um, uh, be more conscious about uh, our surroundings, about our individuals. When we go on showings, we actually uh, try to maintain uh, a good distance between, uh, between uh, the buyers and the, and the sellers. Um, when we do contract reviews, everything will be done electronically. Um, uh, we... Uh, can, do, can review contracts online via Zoom or via FaceTime. We are changing, it's a change, ever-changing landscape insofar as uh, uh, closing deals are, are concerned. In, in, uh, in terms of uh, processing, we try to limit our exposure with, uh, with uh, uh, proper government entities. And it's good now, you know, people are more uh, technology, technology savvy easier to, uh, to do transactions online. Are you currently conducting or doing property viewings? Viewing is not allowed right now uh, during the GCQ because uh, we're, uh, 
we're following the stay-at-home policy of the government. As you know, the curve hasn't uh, flattened yet. It actually has been uh, maintaining its numbers. Uh, I think the other day it, went, it even went up. So, you know, this is actually a crucial time right now for, for everyone. So some of our agents, they actually have electronic photos and digital videos. So they keep themselves busy by actually submitting this to, uh, to our uh, buyers or to our uh, potential lessees, especially uh, the June, July, August will be a very busy time for, uh, for uh, rentals because that's when uh, the international school starts moving in and out. Uh, they, they follow the calendar Caesar, Caesar, yeah, of the international uh, schools. We have actually 360 degree uh, tours. Uh, with Remax, we actually prepared for this as far back as three years ago. Well, we did not foresee COVID, but what we foresee was the change in the way uh, things are being done. Um, we have virtual tours, 360 degree uh, cameras, but then you know, in the end, can only happen. It's just to shortlist a few properties. Uh, the client in the end will still have to physically visit the property. There's nothing having a physical presence in uh, viewing the property. You know, sometimes the, 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 they get a feel of the, how the place uh, looks like. They see if it's, you know, um, bright and sunny or is it very drab. The only thing you can do, the, the, the only thing that can, that can only be accomplished if you do a physical showing of the property or a tripping. So people are asking me, you know, Eddie, um, will, the, will the job of uh, real estate agents become obsolete? Because, you know, everything's done online right now. You could do viewings online. You could um, select properties online. It's true. You could select and you could do things online. But then in the end, the buyer or the renter should still go to the property to physically see if it's suitable for his family, if it is what the photos or the videos say it is to be, there's still a physical showing. So that's the, that's the role of the real estate agent. They're there to hold the hands of the clients every step of the way. What advice can you give property buyers during the time of COVID-19? For first-time property buyers, I actually remember uh, the first time I bought a property. Uh, back then, there was so much excitement. I was, you know, and also there's a little bit of fear behind it. I was young back then and made a lot of mistakes. Uh, the developer turned out, you know, you know that this was in uh, the year uh, 2000. They ran out. They they ran out of money. They sold overlapping titles, and uh, you know it was such a stressful time. In getting a real estate, uh, in, in uh, purchasing your first property, I actually have three advice that I could give first-time property buyers. These are the first, to shop around and do your research. Uh, there are a lot of very good developments out there, but you have to do your research. Will there be a road, uh, a major road built uh, nearby? Is it near the uh, transportation hub? Uh, is the developer reputable? Are there very good schools around it that would make it very convenient? Is it near my workplace? Uh, Those are the things you have to take into consideration. And also, do you want a really fantastic dream house or you just want the right size? Can I afford it? So these are the questions you have to come to mind. The second is uh, you have to bargain, but not bargain too much. Um, you know, I, I recall a client some years back she found a very nice property that she wanted. It was very beautiful, beautiful house. Uh, back then it was priced 10 million pesos. 
she bargained the price uh, three times. Talagang, you know, she really tried to bring down the price. So three times. On her fourth time, she, uh, the owner kept on giving in uh, the past three times. On her fourth bargain, she still tried to haggle the last 100,000 pesos. So the owner said, hey, you know, that's it. Uh, that's the lowest I can go. No more deal. So the, the stalemate. And then comes now another buyer buys a property. You know, from that time on, my buyer really regretted not purchasing for 100,000 peso difference because she just haggled too much. You know, it all, you know, she regretted all her life. You know, fast forward today, that 10 million property she was buying in, uh, in uh, 2001 is now worth 100 million pesos. So she really regretted that all her life. My third advice is uh, for first time home buyers is to get the services of a professional real estate agent. This is very important. Many people think that by getting a real estate agent, it is actually expensive. Well, let this be my answer. Hiring a, a, a unprofessional or an unlicensed agent is even more expensive because uh, you know you'll have uh, they don't know how to negotiate the deal. They will uh, take a longer time to uh, transfer the title, and they really pretty much don't know what they're talking about. So it's very important that you get uh, a real estate broker who's really very knowledgeable in the transaction. They will uh, get you good deals and they will help you with all the paperwork down to the transfer of the title and the tax declaration. It's very important. What's the effect of technology now in the real estate landscape? Technology is very useful nowadays. It has uh, definitely changed the real estate uh, landscape a lot. You know, when I first began selling real estate uh, in 1997, I started when I was 10. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, there were uh, just very few cell phones. We were using fax machines, uh, pagers. The internet was still uh, at its infancy. Those are really crazy times, and yet we were able to sell properties. Nowadays, my gosh, wow, you have technology, you have internet, you have cell phone, you have websites, you have virtual tours, you have face. Uh, FaceTime meetings. Uh, there are also uh, real estate platforms such as Lamudi, where the buyer or an agent can get a first glimpse of the properties being shown for sale or for lease. These are wonderful times right now, and uh, it makes your job a lot of uh, a lot easier. You know, through technology, you can gather comparable prices for properties in the same neighborhood or area. We can send contracts in a matter of minutes because uh, many of them are on file, and we just edit it. Uh, that is where Lamudi comes in. We've been partners with uh, Lamudi the past, um, I think, four or five years. It's actually uh, uh, early days of the existence in the rental sale properties. Today, we also have virtual 360-degree view of properties, giving buyers an idea of how the property looks like, most especially if there is a tenant. Because the tenancy, the tenant, they don't want to show the property because the privacy is being invaded. So as agents, we actually fight with the tenants. And then in the end, when we bring the client to the other tenant, they, they, within 20 seconds, they said, oh no, you know, I prefer a bigger house or I prefer uh, a house near the school. So imagine all that relationship, you know, is, uh, you know, uh, was strained because, um, you know, we had limited, limited opportunities. So now, um, with technology, we can take pictures, we can take photographs, videos, and send it to our clients through our mobile phones. What is the role of a real estate agent in the time of COVID-19? 
in purchasing a property, a real estate agent will be your best friend. Uh, they will guide you through the intricate process of selecting the house or the property you want uh, by maintaining social distance. A real estate agent will also help bridge the gap for you. We're pretty much labeled as two things. One is the problem solver. We uh, first iron out the problems behind the property. Are there issues? Are there, uh, you know, uh, fighting siblings uh, who own the property? Or is the property title clean? Does it have a backlog? I've had transactions which require a lot of pow a lot of my powers to make it uh, to make a deal a reality, such as getting floor plans for old buildings, getting the tenant to leave the property in clean and tenable condition. Um, challenges such as offering property management services, ensuring that the paperwork are in order. So these are the things we pretty much act as a, a problem solver. The second, you know, your real estate agent will be a trusted financial advisor. Um, we are uh, trusted financial advisors more than just being a real estate agent. One of the most expensive purchases a person will make uh, in their lifetime is uh, buying real estate property. It is more expensive than uh, buying insurance an insurance plan, more expensive than buying a Rolex watch, a nice car, or beautiful jewelry, all things. Mas mahalang value no real estate. The good thing about real estate is that you will forever have it. The land is precious commodity that you own. It can withstand fires, earthquakes, and even other calamities. If your house is destroyed by an earthquake, you can still rebuild because the land is more valuable than the physical house. If you own a condo and the whole condo burns down, the members of the homeowners association collectively still own the property. So they could either jointly uh, decide to sell the property or find a developer who will even build a more modern building or a taller building. So you will over, forever have, have the land. I remember some of my clients um, in the, when was that, 1991. Um, I was back in college uh, back then. So in 1991, what happened was Pinatubo erupted. So what happened, all their land full of lahar and volcanic uh, ash. Fast forward today, look at Pampanga. It's one of the fastest growing uh, communities right now. Many of the landowners sold, a few others held on, and a few others still bought. So those who really took a risk and bought the investment like times 1,000 already, I think, but has grown exponentially. So those are the advice we give. How can real estate investments provide for those in their retirement years who are paying off medical expenses? Oh, you know, this is a very good question. One of the things we impart in, uh, among our agents at Primac as well as to our clients is financial literacy and to teach them how to make their money work for them also. Many of us are in the 30 to 45 age range and you know, the challenge of uh, having a young group of uh, agents with me, you know, when, when they earn good money, the next day uh, they splurge or they actually uh, go on a one month vacation, grand vacation. So we, we try to teach them financial literacy. We teach them on how to make their money work for them. The reality is when we get old, we're not as mobile as uh, we are today or as hardworking as in our youth. This is a time uh, when we work hard for a living and the excess savings, we're, we encourage them to invest it in income-generating properties. Now, I will be more biased investing in properties that are rentable compared to raw land because in income-generating properties, 
such as condos or houses, you get monthly income. So this is what I mean when having your money work for you. In fact, I would suggest buying a property, if you could afford it, every five to eight years. That, that should be the goal. When you reach a retirement age of, age of about 65 or 70, you would probably have seven to 10 rental properties. Never mind if it's just a studio or a small house or one bedroom. The point is, in your retirement years, you have about seven to 10 of these. Uh, you will not have to worry about retirement or medical expenses because you get good income coming from these properties. In case you need money in maintaining your health, let's say you have an operation or you have uh, a lingering illness, just sell one of these properties. So it pretty much takes the place of an insurance uh, policy because the value of properties, just like insurance, it goes higher and higher through the years. Furthermore, it is a legacy. Um, you might ask, you know, Eddie, what do you mean by legacy? Properties will be there forever, as I've mentioned. You can pass it on to your heirs, to your kids, or to your loved ones. During times of uh, financial need, your real estate will uh, be there to help uh, rescue you when you need it most. Let me tell you a story of uh, one of my clients during, who was very much affected during the Asian crisis. Uh, he had made good prior to 1997, uh, acquired a lot of properties. But you know, he got hit heavily during the Asian crisis because he had dollar-denominated dollar loans. Um, he sold four big properties uh, of his and managed his cash flow prudently in 2000, 2002. That was about 2002. You know, from 2002 to 2015, he rebuilt back his, uh, his uh, business and he was able to buy properties that were even bigger than the properties that he lost. You know, today, he's uh, one of the uh, 50 richest men in the Philippines because of real estate and because uh, he was being, he managed his funds prudently and correctly. Um, specifically right now, uh, some of the insurance companies are quite fragile. And when you apply for a medical claim or a health claim, uh, they will uh, tell you, oh, but this is not covered. You know, this is not within their policy, or we change, um, uh, we change uh, some of the coverage that they're not, not, now not entitled. With real estate, you sell it, and if you have a good windfall of cash, you could now help defray your expenses and medical, uh, and uh, medic, me anything in the medical operation, you could use those funds. Now, Eddie, what happens if you're a blessed man with good health in your golden years and you don't need to sell any of your, you don't need this income anymore? Well, that's a good thing about real estate. Um, if, I would, if I would have five or seven properties in my golden years, what I would do, I would probably sell one and uh, enjoy traveling the world with my future grandchildren. You know, I've had this policy, work hard, party hard. What are the real estate opportunities in the time of GCQ? One of the things I've been uh, told uh, last January, this was before the COVID, by clients of mine, hey, you know, Eddie, I really want to buy property. Uh, you know, I'm a first-time buyer, but I want to buy a house or a condo. Uh, where do I begin? Can you imagine buying a property and, uh, you know, it's been going up year after year the past, uh, the past uh, 20 years. If you want to buy a brand new one-bedroom condominium in Makati, it would cost you about 7 to $8 million. For a, what, for a 45 square meter. Uh, there are some opportunities right now for prices to be given at a discount. For those 
wanting to buy properties, uh, this is once in a blue moon for you guys to buy. Now, I'm not telling you to uh, start buying tomorrow. The price will probably stabilize in a few months once we get a clearer picture on how uh, the COVID vaccine would start coming to, uh, into production. The Philippines is also busy with uh, their uh, build, build, build project uh, prior to the ECQ. So I'm very excited about this because they're building, uh, they, they've been building road networks all around. Uh, one of the most noted uh, projects that they had is Akala X or the Cavite Laguna Expressway that has cut travel time uh, from about two hours to about 45 minutes. Over the next several months, more and more projects like this will be finished throughout the country and it will, be, uh, it will benefit for all of us because commerce expands onto the countryside. Uh, this is a good thing because, uh, you know, the government infrastructure, that's what we lack right now. So the government's addressing it right now. Also for agents, what are the opportunities for real estate agents? Uh, you know, the median age of the, uh, of the Filipino people, it's a very young. We're about 24 years old, the, the medium age. We are blessed with a very young population. And this, is, uh, this would translate to a healthy supply of manpower uh, to propel our economy. For countries like Japan and Italy, they, uh, they're actually worried because uh, they have an aging population. But with us, we're blessed with a young uh, population. Many of the citizens in other countries are growing old. Uh, now, what does it mean to have a young population? This means um, many of the 24-year-olds will begin buying real estate properties as they begin to have their financial affairs in order. You know, 24, 25, 26. By the time they reach 30, they'll start buying their first uh, uh, small condo or a small one-bedroom. The yuppies, the, the singles, those plan to get married, and even the double-income workers, those who have working two jobs. This is actually the future of real estate. Um, you know, it's a... Uh, so I'm excited about this because uh, people might think, hey, you know, wala na tayong negosyo, wala na tayong mabibenta. That's wrong. Marami pang negosyo, marami pang mabibenta tayo in the next uh, two to ten years of, uh, of, uh, of, our, or of our, and even beyond our lifetime. Did the interest of seekers change during the ECQ? Hopefully, we've, we've uh, been seeing more and more um, interest in the countryside. So these are Laguna, Pampanga, uh, uh, well, the, the fringes of Quezon City. There's a lot of activity there right now. You know, before uh, uh, Filipinos tend to stay with their mom and dad uh, when they're 30, when they're 35, or until they get married. But nowadays, kids, they, you know, they want to be more independent. They actually want uh, to be living with their uh, barcadas or work. So more and more people are actually sharing, uh, more and more young ones are sharing uh, their resources in order to rent a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom. And then uh, they live like more independent, which is actually good because it actually teaches them more about uh, managing their finances correctly. It teaches them to become more independent. And also it teaches them to become more frugal because, you know, if you live alone, it's very expensive. Uh, it's very expensive to maintain the day-to-day -day expenses. So it's, in a way, it's actually good. What would be your parting words for real estate brokers and property buyers and investors? Real estate is a key driver of the economy. For those worrying about uh, their investment, let me tell you this. 
you will be able to weather all these because the Philippine economy will be able to bounce back uh, a little faster than our Asian neighbors. The credit rating agency uh, prior to the COVID lockdown has given has awarded the Philippines a B, B, B plus rating. So triple B plus rating. This pretty much is a report card on how well the economy is managed. The Philippines was nearly bankrupt during the time of uh, former uh, President uh, Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. She imposed a very unpopular 12% VAT, which became you know, a bitter pill for all of us to swallow. You know, today, as popular as it was back then, the 12% VAT went a long way and has now uh, benefited the presidency of uh, Rodrigo Duterte. Aside from this, um, you know, because of the savings of government, they're now able to give uh, the social amelioration program, the 8,000 benefit uh, to, uh, to the common working people. Now, aside from this, you know, one thing you have to know, the Philippines actually has secret wealth. We have our all-time high $87 billion in international reserves. So $87 billion, the highest ever in Philippines, nakatago yan. Those are international reserves that we have saved for a rainy day. You know, there are two insights I wish to impart. Developers should, uh, you know, I'm calling on developers, they should actually uh, delay depositing the post-dated checks of buyers. You know, I've had experiences where in a developer who cannot, uh, who uh, sold pre-residential lots three years ago, they promised delivery this year. So what happens with the lockdown? So of course, understandably, it will be delayed for delivery to next year. So that's okay, no problem there. But the challenge is the checks keeps on getting deliver, uh, deposited month after month after month. You know, I hope uh, the government, the developers will be considerate, uh, you know, during this time of COVID and put a moratorium on payment because many of them made good money the past uh, 10 years, 20 years that they've been uh, enjoying this uh, real estate boom. Uh, another insight, I wish to propose that the government uh, 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 award first-time home buyers, those who are buying properties for the very first time, an opportunity to buy a house and lot with a low mortgage rate of about 2 to 3%. For first time, for second, no problem. They could uh, peg it at a higher rate at the usual five to eight percent rate now. But for first time home buyers, sana you know they could uh, give uh, everyone the opportunity to buy a home and by giving them a loan of about three percent per annum. Um, we at Remax have always been there for our consumers since 1973. The company has established more than. Uh, uh, 130,000 agents spread across 8,000 offices in 110 countries. There are actually two ways uh, you can join Remax. The first um, is you could be a real estate agent, we will train you. And the second, if you want to purchase a franchise, we help set up uh, your brokerage business. We help you establish an office and open a whole new network of opportunities of agents, buyers, and uh, investors into, uh, into your office. Filipinos here within the REMAX organization have consistently ranked among the top 100 agents of the world in terms of commissions that has been earned uh, the last eight years. This is a shining testimony to the wonderful work uh, that uh, we give where our client is king. Lastly, let us all continue to promote the time-honored Bayanian system. Let's continue to help one another and continue to spread kindness into this world. There's a saying, we make a living by what we earn. 
we make a life by what we give. In this day and age of COVID, this is a time to help one another. Between money and life, uh, you should choose life, of course. And remember this, all these shall come to pass. The best days of our years, of our life, are still ahead of us. God bless everyone.